Hey, welcome or welcome back to Embracing the Journey. If this is your first time, my name's Todd and our heart during this time is to help all of us see the intersections between following Jesus and our everyday lives. So look, if you don't follow Jesus, maybe you're trying to figure out if you wanna follow him, who is he? Hopefully this can help because you can see that following Jesus, it's not a Sunday activity, but it's an every moment lifestyle. And to help us see that for most of the month of June, we're actually walking through Colossians. Now, if this is your first time, I would say click off this, go back to last week. My wife Whitney did a phenomenal job just introducing the idea that as a church, we are reading through Colossians. And if you're outside of our public church family, we'd love for you to join us on this. Um, we actually, our team has made a study. And again, Whitney talked a lot about this last week, but a study and it's on our public church app. So you can just download the app, go to the study. It's broken down into days and it's based on the SOAP method. That's S-O-A-P and it stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. It's all explained there, but it's a strategy for studying the word because if we're gonna follow Jesus, we have to be people of the word. And if you're interested in exploring Jesus, guess who the main character in Colossians is? Jesus, it's all about him. So you can explore Jesus by reading through Colossians. So what Whitney did last week as she set us up super well, um, and what I'd like to just continue that conversation is I just wanna share some of my soap journey and just share a little bit about what Jesus has been teaching me as I've been walking through Colossians. Just the hopes that this encourages you to share as well. Share with somebody. Let them know how Jesus is challenging you. And my goal, just to put it out front, is to get you in the Word. <laughs> like, like the, no hidden agendas here. The goal is that as I share this, you're like, okay, I'm going to go read Colossians. I'm going to download the app, get this Bible study, and read through Colossians. Or I'm going to read through, like I was reading 1 Samuel before I started this, 1 Samuel, or wherever you're at, but just to get you in the Word. So when I started this journey, um, we read through Colossians 1, day 1, just as you read through all of Colossians 1. And what happened was, is as I just began to journal about that, like I really got a big picture of how Colossians and the book of Philemon fit together. That's going to come later on the series, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but it's just beautiful. And I was just reinforced about, man, like I must be rooted in the gospel, the good news about Jesus crucified and resurrected. So an idea I've been playing with, and, and I'm I'm just not sure if I'm going to do it, um, but maybe you can weigh in on the comments and say what you think. Is I, I've really been thinking about taking one day a week, and no matter what else I'm studying, just reading through a gospel. So maybe it's Thursdays, and like every Thursday, like even if I'm in First Samuel or like right now Colossians on Thursday, I read through Matthew until I finish Matthew, and then I read through Mark, and then I read through Luke, and then I read through John, um, because these are the eyewitness, research-based accounts of Jesus' life. Uh, Matthew, Mark, John um, were all based on eyewitness accounts. Mark was just writing Peter's. Luke basically wrote a research paper as he did his research and interviewed people um, to put the story of Jesus together. So just because something I mentioned on Sunday is that we can be rooted in the Word but not rooted in Jesus. And I want to make sure that I'm rooted in Jesus. So starting off Colossians, Jesus is the main character. That was the challenge. Like, Really think through, how am I staying rooted in Jesus and rooted in the gospel, the story of Jesus crucified and resurrected? So then, as I look at um, when I picked up the next week, um, what happened was I actually 
just read the gospel. I took a day out of Colossians and I read in Ephesians chapter two and because that has the gospel and I wrote the gospel in my own words. It was something that I challenged our church to do and if you've never done that or it's been a while, man, it is just so helpful to, to really like personalize the story of Jesus and write it down. So I'd love to just share this with you. And if you don't follow Jesus, here's the story of Jesus. So we are dead on the inside. We can't fully overcome ourselves we can't fully overcome by ourselves. I should have proofread this. Let me start over. We are dead on the inside. We can't fully overcome by ourselves or completely turn down the emptiness. Therefore, we deserve the wrath of God. My injustice should be met with his justice. But God, in all caps, but God sent Jesus. While we were dead, Jesus offered us life through his death. We are resurrected to a new way of life, a new reality, just like God resurrected Jesus. We get the privilege of stepping into our role in God's story, a role prepared long before now. All this is due to grace, that we can't earn it and we don't deserve it. However, it freely flows from the cross. And grace poured out to us becomes grace poured out through us. And Jesus unites those formerly divided, and we are part of His unifying work. The family of God is unprecedented, unparalleled, unparalleled, and we are in, and we are inviting others in. That's the story of Jesus. So if you don't follow him, the invitation is to follow him, to surrender to Jesus because of who he is and what he has done. And for those of us who follow Jesus, like we got to stay rooted in that. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. It's not about what we do. It's about what he's done. So it's just such a good reminder. I was so fired up um, on the Tuesday that I wrote this. I was like, yes, yes, yes. It is about Jesus. And it centered me on that for the day. So then as I go through my soap, I'd like to actually walk through one of these um, just to give you a glimpse of like, what happened? So I'm going to go, this is June 12th, and I read in Colossians 1, 15 through 21. And I also later in the day read 22 through 29. And so I, I did two days in one there. So the, the first for Colossians 1, 15 through 21, the S stands for scripture. So you literally write the scripture. And so I wrote, and he is the head of the body, the church. And that's from 118, and it's really repeated in 219. And so my observation is that public church is Jesus's church and he is our leader. So my application how do I structure our meetings and vision day that I've been planning to invite Jesus to lead, to show that all our ideas flow from his presence? And so then literally I wrote the first part of the schedule for vision day is Jesus time, that we're going to start that day by spending time. Like when we first come together, we're going to get some Jesus time. Make sure you're in the word, dig in, pray, like spend time with Jesus. And so then my prayer was Jesus, teach me rhythms, mantras, and, and reminders that push me into the role of follower. Forgive me for the times I lead instead of following you. And please, Holy Spirit, convict me quickly when I supersede my role. So hopefully that's just a, a glimpse into, hey, I'm in the Word, and the Word is literally changing me. And then I wanted to read um, from actually Tuesday. So this would be yesterday. I read in Colossians 2, 1 through 5. And then the verse I wrote down, I actually went back to verse 29 in chapter 1, the, the end, because sometimes the chapter and verse um, separations aren't very helpful because this was a letter, so it all flowed. And chapter 1, 
verse 29 and chapter 2, verse 1 go together. So I wrote both. I wrote, to this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works within me. I want you to know how hard I'm contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. So then my observation, well, Paul is working hard for people and he's empowered by the Holy Spirit. So my application, this week is big. Like I've got a lot going on. Vision day is big. Like this week is big and I must exert even more than normal. Therefore, I need to pray prayers throughout my days asking for resurrection power. And my straining, which is through that resurrection power, must be for people. So my prayer was, Holy Spirit, lock me into this for mind side and energize me with your resurrection power. And just because I pray that, man, that's a, it's a daily battle. And that's part of it is like, I got to keep praying these prayers and keep asking for this. But I hope you get a glimpse like the word is alive. And, and Jesus, through his Holy Spirit, who's within us, Colossians 1.27, for all of us who follow Jesus, the Spirit of the living God lives inside of us, he speaks to us. And he opens our eyes to see intersections between, for me, things I was literally preparing for, planning for, what I'm going through this week, and the Word. And so that's what it really means to be anchored in the Word. And that's why I can't live as a Jesus follower without time in the Word. I need it. And so I hope that just this glimpse into literally just reading through my journal inspires you, motivates you to get in the Word. Because Jesus followers, we need it. And if you don't follow Jesus, I hope this has given you a glimpse that Jesus cares about the practical details of our lives, the things we're planning, the things we have going through. And man, He wants to impact those moments. So I pray that we would just let Him in. We would get in the Word and we would let the Word change we actually live. So we're going to talk more about Colossians next week. Feel free to, to share in the comments, but more importantly than that, share with somebody you know. Like, Don't just hold this in. Like, Talk to people about what Jesus is teaching. And that's something I'm trying to grow in to make sure that I'm doing that. Like one day it was literally like, tell Whitney about this, like making sure that I'm talking about it. So let's all grow in that as we journey through Colossians together. See you guys soon.